0: ladies and gentlemen welcome back into another edition of bandwagon nerds the most streamlined and truncated edition of bandwagon nerds probably in the history of the show it's a it's a it's like it's two-man weave i don't even know if that's a thing uh our fearless leader patrick O'Dowd out on assignment right now uh ray the reverend ray cash he was lurking around in the hallways earlier we may see him again we might not but we mulled over the thought of actually just putting out a retro episode. Then Tunny and I said, ah, let's just crank out something real quick. Um, a few things to talk about, but, uh, I, I am joined here today by the live studio audience, the one and only the man himself, PC Tunny. How are you doing? Mr. PC on your way to a three Pete Tunny?
1: Oh, uh, we can only hope we'll see. I don't know. I'm, so as we record, it's like two Eastern on Sunday afternoon, um, it's, so that's 11 a.m. by you. Dave's, Dave's got some afternoon golf to play. I stayed in this morning and did not golf. A little cool, a little windy. I got the PGA on right now, PGA Championship. Rory's making a little late run here early in the day, but the uh, leader's yet to tee off, and I've yet to switch over the channel um, to watch the Lightning game game three they're two to nothing uh it started about a half hour ago so at some point here i may be really happy or sad or maybe i'll hold out till we're done recording to flip over to hockey but yeah sporting world going crazy but plenty of notes here on bandwagon nerds Uh, a lot of interesting stuff on the rundown today
0: yeah we're gonna start off by taking a, a visit to the trailer park and talk about some trailers i'm actually gonna add one to the rotation tunny because i don't i mentioned it to pat i think we hadn't talked about it yet but uh you know, we are gonna get some beautiful banjo music play. It's like roll that beautiful bean footage, roll that beautiful banjo music. We're going to the can trailer I, park. Oh yeah, you can say it.
1: Can I say, roll that beautiful banjo music. <laughs>
0: All right. Banjo music has been rolled. So we got a few trailers to talk about, uh, you know, some of these Pat had shared, we talked about, uh, or we were, you know, discussing it a little earlier in the day about Netflix has their geek week trailer going on, showing all the cool stuff that's coming up on Netflix. Um, I, you know, I, you know, they got just a lot of stuff. I think the thing that stood out to a lot of us was the Sandman aspect of it. And, and from my standpoint, it's like, that's oh, kind of interesting that, you know, like, uh, everything Marvel related is in Disney. You know, the house of mouse runs all that stuff and, and DC (laughs) showing, showing again why they've got some issues uh, is is just space to the wind. You know, most of it's on HBO max. Some of it's on the CW. Some of it is over here. Some of it's over there. Sandman is a DC slash vertigo property, um, but we are going to get the Sandman series coming to um, Netflix eventually. We are. We've got some other Netflix news we're going to talk about, but uh, you know, what were your thoughts on this thing? To me, it's just like, okay, this is all the cool Netflixy stuff that's coming out. Um, I know like uh, Stranger Things season four drops Friday. A lot of stuff dropping Friday. I, I guess that's one thing we should note is that similar to last week, this is the calm before the storm. The storm is about to hit and hit really, really big coming this Friday when you've got Top Gun Maverick dropping obi-wan kenobi drops stranger things part season four part one drops on friday uh you've got and then and then june is just insane as we're about to talk about but uh what were your thoughts on this netflix trailer i mean to me it's like okay yeah there's there's a lot of really cool stuff coming we know this thank you for reminding me oh sandman
1: all right yeah definitely the sandman thing is is something that is is new is newer kind of to that feel you know and and something not very much explored too much um as opposed to some of these other major characters uh from from you know from the comic book world but then you got all their other shows i mean you're a big stranger things fan i'm not but maybe someday i'll get that one um one of my favorite food shows somebody feed phil comes out this week on netflix as well you talk about one of their best shows russian doll uh natasha leone she just hosted saturday live last night and she said, "What a perfect time to be associated with not only Netflix but Russia as well." So yeah, good for her. great joke. Uh, really good show. Uh, oh, you know what? uh four people, four cast members are had their last show last night, by the way.
0: Yeah, on SNL, I heard about that.
1: Kyle Mooney, AD Bryant, Pete Davidson, and Kate McKinnon. Uh, all excellent cast members. Uh, Kate McKinnon to me is one of the best, not only female cast members on SNL, but one of the best cast members in SNL history. So good for those four. Congratulations to them. Uh, what a, what a great show last night. Um, uh, own hosted Japanese breakfast was an excellent musical guest. So. There you go. There's your Saturday Night
0: Live update. Yeah, and I know you and you and Patrick, big, huge Saturday Night Live fans. uh, Much more than I am. I love the show too, but not on the level you guys do. That's. Let's be honest about this. You know who who else who can compete with that? Um, the one trailer I want to ask you about because Pat didn't have it on the rundown, but I don't think we discussed it last week, unless you know the the drugs have finally burnt out all the rest of my brain cells, which is possible. Sweet, but um. We didn't talk the boys season three trailer, did we?
1: Oh, uh, not, not necessarily. I mean, I, man, it's just going to get, this show is just, when you didn't think they could get any fucking career and they do it their own way, they just find another level, don't they? I mean, I can't wait for this. This is going to be fucking sick. We're not even covering it on this, this show, are we?
0: No, I think the boys, we are. I, and that's, that's. That's going to be tough because, you know, like that Netflix week is June six so through ten. So um,
1: we're not covering Umbrella Academy Well, then? Umbrella
0: Academy comes out June 22nd. So we've got, okay. uh, you've but you've got Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I know there's a lot of interest from a lot of us to cover that. A week later, The Boys Season 3 starts, and I know Pat's going to want to cover The Boys Season 3 because that's one of the, you know, that's one of the pillars of this pot that the podcast was built on, one of the four major shows that we started with. Uh, then you've got, Umbrella Academy, June 22nd, wedged in all that as Marvel on like June 8th or something crazy like that. So lots of stuff going. But yes, going back to the boys season three trailer. Um, Yeah, I, I like Starlight just basically saying Homelander's messed up. There's something fucking wrong with him. He's he's a, he's a <laughs> train wreck. It's like a yeah, Homelander fucked up. No way. Uh, but yeah, Billy Butcher kind of going along being, you know, reasonably docile and kind of in the background listening to Huey Campbell you know is his the guy he abused is now barking out orders to him he's going along with it and then at some point it looks like he injects compound V and all hell breaks loose I mean the butcher super-powered Billy Butcher that's a disturbing thought
1: yeah that's I think the most interesting thing you can take away from that is Billy Butcher finally uh all the 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 unbelievable threat uh he's been to to every situation um, and the effectiveness he's had by just being a normal human being. Now you add in some kind of superpower for him. And I don't know, you know, (laughs) it's gotta be him and Homelander at some point and who's going to be good and bad and everything else. And it's really interesting because they do a great job of writing that line between good and bad with some of these characters in this, in this series. So I've really enjoyed it. I can't wait for this season um, yeah, it's it's one of those shows that are just at the top of a lot of people's lists. When it comes down to it, you're gonna make time to to watch this when it drops every week.
0: Oh, it's gonna be crazy! Soldier Boy is gonna be crazy. There's that new, there's that new superhero, a new female superhero who's just like basically vaporizing people. It's like holy shit, what is going on here? Uh, yeah, the boys will be absolutely crazy. I can't wait for season three. Also in June, you mentioned it, Umbrella Academy season three. Ray had posted, like, the day before, like, it's like it's like a countdown sort of thing, saying, hey, we got a full trailer coming. We got the full trailer for Umbrella Academy Season 3. And and Tunny, um, you know, this this has got, I, I mean, <laughs> things I took away from it, uh, a couple things, you know, 5 still hasn't aged. I don't know how they're pulling that off. I like where there's something going on with that whole thing, and, and they're like, what are you, their mascot? And he's like, no, I'm more like their rancor. And I'm like, that's, that's my man right there. Uh, Klaus is still being Klaus. You know, if you see a version of yourself, sleep with it. No. What, what the hell are you talking about? You know? So um, I, the show is, is going to be, it, it looks very interesting. What, what were your thoughts? I know you've mentioned in it, stuff we talked about with kind of like parallel versions of themselves or alternate versions of themselves, but you had some concerns about the multiversal aspect of things. I know.
1: Yo, I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks cool. Like, yes, we're seeing a different verse. They, they create, I forget what they called it, what they created, but you've seen this ball of light kind of burst open and, and, and open up another universe or create another entity of beings along a similar plane, right? But only camp, coming together. And to me, that's a multi-universal thing. And it just seems like it's okay here. It's going to happen. But is that, is this like, uh, is this the new superplex from the Attitude Era? Every pay per view, we got to have a superplex or three or four of them. Everybody's going to do a superplex, okay? Everybody going to do a multiverse now? Is that what, I mean, I, okay, we're good here. Next time, I might have a really negative rant, but here we're good for now.
0: <laughs> I, I, I didn't look at it so much multiversal as more of like they created a paradox on this thing and uh, in some sort of parallel universe of some sort. But I'll, I'll tell you my concern with, umbrella academy is is while i love the show um it's the same kind of format every time where something has happened the world is coming to an end they've got four days to solve this five days to solve this so season one was like that with vanya season two was like that with all the other shit going on now you've got they've created something i forget what the guy calls it but he basically says five says basically we're screwed and we've got four and five days to four to five days at most to figure all this shit out so, I uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. It all the first two seasons were excellent. I have no doubt this will be great as well. But it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying about the multiversals aspect of things. And like, yeah, we can't just. It's kind of like you know, we get a, a a girl power moment in every single movie now. You know, because Endgame did it so well that everybody's like, we got to put it in ours. And it's like, yeah, but you're forcing it, you know. And Endgame did it naturally, and here it's like, okay, you can't keep running the same. You know, you can't have a multiverse in everyone and you can't just run the same kind of story pattern in in every season of the Umbrella Academy because it's like, okay, this is getting formulaic now. How are we going to solve this in five days this time? All right, we'll see. But I I mean, the cast looks great. You know, five is, is still my hero. And as long as he never ages, I'm cool with it, honey.
1: It's a great cast. Once again, it always comes back and down to it when you're when you're watching a good story being told you need to be able to believe in the people representing the characters on the screen. And and it's easily done here. They do a great job. It's, it's my second favorite doom patrol.
0: (laughs) You're telling me you wouldn't try to climb Mount Luther if you had the chance.
1: Yes, that that was hilarious. That was (laughs) hilarious.
0: Uh, (laughs) We got a trailer about an upcoming documentary George Carlin's American dream. Um, You know, Carlin is one of these guys. When I was a kid, literally when i was a kid they he did that stand up with the seven words you can't say on television which of course sure. is iconic ship as can it. be go ahead
1: yeah ship ship his fuck cunt motherfucker and tits
0: yeah i think they get away with tits now the and even shit now so maybe we're down to 5 yeah and i mean if you if you watch the boys billy says billy uses the word cunt like a conjunction a cunt conjunction yeah. <laughs>
1: batshit, wretched, dirty old twat, 69 <laughs> sailors, time in a knot, hooray, lizard shit, fuck. <laughs> uh,
0: w- w- your thoughts on, on this, I mean, I'm all in for a George Carlin documentary because he, and, and I love the fact that, you know, he was one thing at, at one, early in his career, like a lot of them are, they start off doing one thing early in their career, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, they're all kind of that way then as they get older and they see the world differently they kind of morph into this different thing and and carlin this this documentary is real good about pointing out just kind of the sarcastic way he went about basically like beating you over the head with the stupidity and the hypocrisy of what was going on in the nation and it didn't sit well with a lot of people but a lot of the more i'd say the more educated smarter folks out there really loved what he did I, I still love him because he was Rufus and Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. I mean, come on that Rufus was the man. Um, but your thoughts on this George Carlin, we're going to get a documentary. It's going to be, I think HBO, correct. If I remember correctly.
1: Yes, sir. HBO. Uh, you know, you guys know, I'm a huge stand up fan. A lot of the references you hear me spit out on this show or DWI or whatever. The third show I'm doing whenever I'm doing it. Um, it is a lot of just little kind of hit lines and 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 stuff from punchlines from standup comics, and George Carlin was one of the most quick witted, most of the time comics of all time. The guy did it for five decades. One of my good buddies, y'all know Satchel McFlippins, him and his dad were lucky enough to go to Vegas and see one of his last shows. Um, I mean, talk about you know just. If you're a fan of stand-up comedy, it's someone you would always want to see. I've seen all of his specials, you know, from early on, from, you know, like the 70s and the 80s, where he was kind of losing it a little bit, and they were kind of talking about how it almost became a joke to go see him. But then, bam, he comes out with this new stuff like a fucking machine gun and just hitting you over the head with not only punchlines and well-written jokes, but also weaving the fabric of society and what needs to change inside of that. Do you know what I mean? And, and that's, that takes a gigantic, the, the brilliance of George Carlin is unbelievably understated. Watch this documentary, go to YouTube, put George Carlin in. You'll get a bunch of different bits. They're all fucking hilarious. The king of fucking sarcasm. This guy is amazing. If you've never seen George Carlin and you're young and you don't know who that is, you will laugh your ass off. He holds up now. He held up then. He'll hold up in the future because he just got it you get it when it's brilliant you get it and he was brilliant and so was his comedy
0: yeah and it's sorely missed you know but i uh, the influence on him like you're saying i think uh chris rock says stand-up is the hardest thing to do and he just did stand up and did it longer and better than just about anybody else um let's get into the controversial trailer of the week and and i gotta be honest I, i'm not okay <laughs> so let's talk about this she hulk we got a she hulk trailer this week honey. It's coming out in August, I think August 22nd, August 17th, something like, maybe it's August 17th, I I don't remember completely off the top of my head, but we got the first look at this show, Um, created a firestorm of controversy, not because the trailer was bad, because I I love the trailer, man, the show looks really good, it looks very funny, we talked about it last week, that we were going to get a different kind of show, that it would take a more humorous approach, you know, you get to see Dr. Banners out there, Bruce Banners in there, he's given uh some kind of transfusion to his cousin jennifer walters um who he's trying to get her to transform but the only way she'll transform is at least initially is when her life is in in jeopardy then she transforms and then she goes after bruce uh all that's great all that stuff is fantastic and there's a lot of funny moments in the trailer um our main man asap mitchell pointed this out that the uh that the um all right. Yeah. Sorry, folks. We get a little bit of a little bit of a distraction going on here on the on the show today in a few different areas that it's uh, on a need to know basis. And you, dear listener, do not need to know. So anyway, but like we're talking about uh, She-Hulk a- at this time. And um, yeah, so Aesop brought it to our attention that he thought that the CGI on this trailer was pretty subpar he's not alone in this. A lot of people on the internet jumped on this thing. Now I'll be honest with you. Okay. It, it, it's not. And I was like talking to my, 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 uh, my step grandson is here. He's going to watch, watch the doggies while I go play golf today. Cause my wife, you know, she ditched me and went to Disneyland, honey.
1: Oh, yeah. poor baby. Yeah. It's, poor it's, baby. it's rough, man. Yeah. You should, you should act like you're upset too, uh, because you know if you're on here going, "Hey, guess what? I get to go golf, and the wife's not around." You know that might change things. So yeah, you poor baby, she ditched you. Aww. Yeah. it was my <laughs>
0: urging. I was like, "You need to go before we go to Florida. You need to go to Disneyland and enjoy yourself. You haven't been since February." Anyway, that's not that's neither here nor there. Um, but you know, I okay. So I was talking, like I said, talking to my step grandson about it, and I was like. And he's like fourteen, fifteen years old. So I'm like, you know, I don't. The the special effects. No, it's not like CGI dinosaurs like Jurassic Park, and no, it's not the Avatar two trailer or anything like that. I didn't see anything that. Ter- I mean, no, they're not gonna blow me away. But I, I don't know. What do you? I didn't see anything that was glaringly like, wow, that really sucks ass. But
1: so here, I, I don't know. Some people say you can tell a lot about a person by what phone they have. So I have an iPhone thirteen mini. Okay. And that's where I watched the trailer on um, when it came across our Twitter feed, uh, when in our in our in our DM for for the show. And this morning, before when I was getting doing my show work uh, at breakfast, so I, it didn't bother me whatsoever. I'm really looking forward to this storyline. And to me, after watching this trailer, it, it almost basically cements like the next set of Avengers because. We've basically been doing this the whole thing. I think that's where you're going to get everything going with, you know, I don't know if they incorporate Moon Knight or something from Moon Knight like that, you know, that'd be really interesting because then you're tying in really that old war Egyptian gods, you know, into, um, into the newer Avengers kind of thing. But you talk about possibly having Dracula and blade coming up and everything like that. So it's a very exciting time. They've created something where, you made the transition to Doctor Strange as your Tony Stark, right? We're really trying to find the biggest of bads to go against at the end here, where it's kind of the storyline we're on because there's a few culprits still. But at the same time, you get something really nice and different. Isn't this supposed to be more of a funny kind of thing? This is kind of supposed to be more sitcomish than um overall movie kind of broken down yeah. into six parts
0: series. She there swiping right on all these profiles and just grabbing oh, yeah. And
1: she finds this hard ass dude who thinks he's not having a good time. And he's like, oh, I'm a great time. She's like, really, let's get it to go. And you see her still as She-Hulk, taking him to bed like a little baby.
0: Oh, and they're her friends, girl, your ass looks crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, it, it looks, I wouldn't it looks turn She-Hulk. Huh?
1: I wouldn't turn She-Hulk down.
0: No. I mean, and, and if you did, she'd just outrun you and pin you down and take half her way with you anyway. So, um, you know not that maybe we're I advocating hope. that kind of conduct ladies but anyway yeah you know?
1: maybe i will maybe i will run then Wink, quick <laughs> yeah,
0: see if she'll track you down <laughs> <laughs> uh but the sh- like you said the show looks very fun and and that that's what it's all about it and there's a lot of stuff coming out on marvel uh you know marvel's going to be very heavily involved very busy few months coming up between you know with with miss marvel with she hulk with thor love and thunder with Wakanda forever I mean yeah the next that like we talked about last week the back half of 2022 is going to be enormously busy so yeah I don't know yeah I I mean I get what Aesop's saying but maybe it's just because I'm like well really what she's got green face hopefully they don't start boycotting that shit too but you know I don't I don't think the alien I mean aliens are well no UFOs are real we don't know about aliens yet so um, hopefully they're not offended but I guess we'll find out who cares anyway (laughs)
1: You're on a roll today, brother. <laughs> it's
0: just you know, <laughs> we're making it up as we go. uh oh, So oh. yeah, I I I mean, but I I don't know how the the special effects were supposed to just blow us away. I mean, Hulk looks like Hulk. She Hulk looks, I guess, what She Hulk's gonna look like. So we'll see. But I think content-wise, I really like the trailer. I don't know what you thought.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be watching this. I I can't wait for it. I think honestly, I'm really gonna. Li- it's probably gonna be. Hopefully, I'm hoping my expectations of it are to be up there for me as entertaining to me as Loki and WandaVision were. Because for me, those are my top two out of all the Disney streamings so far. Um you can pick either one in my opinion is the best one. I would give it to WandaVision for me personally just because of my connection to some of the television they did um you know crossover thing there it's but so
0: topically important because of what we just went through with Doctor Strange 2, you know. Well, and the sm- the smartest
1: thing they have here is is they have Mark Ruffalo as as in the Hulk in there, right? Like kind of training her to become an Avenger and you know that's where we're going we're Young getting Avengers. the next Young of Avengers, Avengers. Man. I mean it's you got strange you're gonna have She-Hulk I mean w- got what, Kate, else, Kate what else? Kate
0: Bishop's you- there you probably got Speed and Wicked in one form or another um Echo's out there so you've got yeah you've got the core for the uh Young Avengers out there America Chavez she we now she's there as well so um you know we'll see well okay cool stuff man let's take our first commercial break and when we come back we're going to start hitting into the news around the nerdosphere aspect of things but just a reminder you are listening to bandwagon nerds a part of the chair shot radio network right here on thechairshot.com say goodbye
1: Hey, folks, PC Tunny here. Don't forget to head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. It's summertime. Get your summer gear, brand new t shirts. Get it in soft style. Feels great all over your epidermis. Makes a great gift as well as we head into the summer. That's WrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Don't forget, Bandwagon Nerds has a t shirt as well.
2: Thechairshot.com. Always use your head.
0: All right, folks, we are back and we the bandwagon has grown by one because we threw up the bat signal and instead of Platt answering it, we got the Reverend signal instead. And we have joining the show the one and only the Reverend Ray Cash. Oh Tony's Guys,
1: this this week's edition of bandwagon nerds it's not a shower, it's a grower.
0: <laughs> yes, there you <he> <laughs> I
2: love I love how you were waiting for one black dude and the other black dude showed up so like why you gotta
0: why you gotta bring race into it ray i mean it was just kind of like we just threw a signal out there to to see it it's like throwing one of those big nets out there to see what you catch and you just caught we caught a reverend fish there you go guy isn't he tony's gonna
2: appreciate this what's next you're gonna call me jackie oh oh oh, slow down Donaldson (laughs) gentlemen
1: it's a pleasure to be back i
2: have missed you desperately
1: he knew exactly what he was saying to Tim Anderson when he said it. Fuck that dude. I will I will say. I know this is a tangent.
2: If his ex- explanation is honest, I got no problem with it. I don't know his explanation is honest. That's the only thing.
0: What are we talking about?
2: Um uh Josh Donaldson called Tim Anderson uh Jackie. Now he says referring to referring to Jackie Robinson. Now on the nose. That's racist as fuck going the context he gave was Tim Tim Anderson called himself the new Jackie Robinson in a, in an article in 2019. One thing we know about baseball players is they're petty as fuck. So I can believe him remembering that and using that for him. So he also said he's called him that multiple times before this. This is the first time he ever got upset about it.
1: So you guys you guys know that baseball players are the biggest drama queens in the professional sports world, right? No. Indeed oh god yes that god was, yes
0: that was that sarcasm that you know we talked about earlier oh, all right like like this oh <gasps> really let's get back to the nerddom yeah let's get back to nerddom and we're gonna let ray talk about this first one we yeah. got uh we got news breaking this week exciting for anybody who watched the show and it was on netflix Um oh wait
1: dave before yeah, you kick it. him a question he looks uncomfortable uh, Just I'm sorry. I, just, I, was nah, just a one.
0: I, I appreciate that. I'm off my game and I'm glad you're here Our to pick up the pieces.
1: Our fearless leader would be upset if we didn't get one boo in. And Ray, you're smiling now, so sorry. I'll you be know quiet. I,
0: on that note, Tuddy, boo this man again. I mean, really. Boo him again. We love you, Ray, but anyway, protocol must be upheld. How are you doing? You I know you're happy to be here. And so forth and so on. Um,
2: yes, I officially, I declare this is really this is really tough. But I I am taking my talents to down the wire. Oh my God, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like a LeBron moment right there. Does does, does Aesop know about this? He does now. No. He does now. Yeah, he does. He
2: see Shout so, out to him and Tommy. Yeah, they'll they'll, figure they'll out. Then when show you show
0: up, they'll be like, "What the hell's going on?" It's fine. Um. So we got the news this week that...
1: Hey, welcome to Down the Wire. Why is Ray calling? Yeah,
0: what the hell's going on here? (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't resist. All right. Disney is going to bring back Daredevil. Daredevil, the series which we know had three seasons on Netflix, probably the most popular of the Netflix Marvel shows. Uh, News that we're getting right now is that Disney Plus is, or Disney's basically saying this is going to be a continuation and something new at the same time, which it's like, okay, I'm not sure if that's consistent with each other but I kind of get what they're saying. Um we got to figure you are going to get Vincent D'Onofrio because we know that Kingpin isn't really dead and we're going to see more of that. Ray, I know you're you I'm pretty sure you watched the show Daredevil when it was on Netflix. I he's looked multiple times. You're looking over. at me like, "Bitch, yes. please. That you're doing your best Nick Fury imitation. Bitch, please, you've been in space." Um so <laughs> <laughs> What are your thoughts on this, Ray, that we're going to get more Daredevil? And does does this does this open the door for the defenders as well? I mean, I know Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, maybe not Iron Fist, but maybe they could do it better, maybe not. What are your thoughts on this? To quote the great modern philosopher Thanos.
2: It's inevitable. It was inevitable. <laughs> Thanos is philosopher. Huh? Okay. I'm I'll I'll go with you down that path. The entire Affinity saga was based on philosophy, sir. Okay. Um, and really bad yet. Sensical science but that's another conversation yes it was inevitable the second you saw charlie cox catch the uh the brick you knew like if he wouldn't have caught the brick then i would have said oh well that's a one-off that's just a easter egg but when he caught the brick i was like oh no we we in here um i get why they're saying hold on i'm sorry
0: he gets why they're why they're saying it's going to be a continuation and and something new, but you know, good old we're, we're you know we're not going to let Ray finish a thought today. That's just can uh, you give me can you
2: give me five minutes? I'm sorry, this just this day, I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm sorry, it's cool, man. Just come back when you get a chance. Tony, uh, Daredevil, did you watch a Netflix series?
1: I'm not a big Daredevil guy. I'll be honest with you, I'm just not. Um, so I don't really have anything to add to this conversation. I'm not really looking forward to this. I'm probably not going to watch it. You know, I'm really cut and dried with a lot of the stuff I watch and don't watch. I'm kind of like an initial burst kind of thing or have, need to have nostalgia with it. Um, what about you? How? What are your thoughts on this? So how big of a fan are you? What's your level of looking forward to-ness?
0: I'm looking forward. I haven't watched all the Daredevil series. My wife did. She loved it. Uh, I, I've always been a big Daredevil fan. I think, you know, he's one of those uh, one of those iconic frontline characters, street level characters in the Marvel universe, him and Spider-Man and, and, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, I've heard nothing but good things about like Jessica Jones, like Luke Cage, you got to figure they're going to bring them in as well. Uh, but you know, I, I think I, I'm excited for it and I'll tell you because we've talked about it on this show. That right now, where you look at what the MCU is, everything's very cosmic or dare say supernatural with what's going on with with Doctor Strange, with where we think things are going. You got the Illuminati is out there. You got multiverse, that sort of thing. Um There's the concern that I have right now with Marvel is that, you know, you look at what we just went through with Moon Knight, which was kind of like, OK, he's a street level character, but all this mysticism is going on around him that you almost like look at it and say we need to get back to some of the roots of what made Marvel Marvel and daredevil is one of those characters. So I, if I I'm looking forward to it, I'm curious to see where they go with it. I, you know, I I fully plan on finishing the daredevil series because now it's all there on, uh, on Disney plus, but yeah, sign me up. Take my money. Well, you already are taking my money, so it's all good. <laughs> uh, uh, other news that we got about Marvel related, Captain Carter rumors that they're going to do a live action adaptation for Captain Carter. I tell you, I read this, and then um, there's a site that Aesop and I like a lot called Inside the Magic. But Inside the Magic to me is all they're very good as far as the theme parks are concerned. I told Aesop, is that like, you got to be careful about kind of their takes on Disney. In the Marvel Universe, because they say some weird stuff like like apparently this Captain Carter project has spurned an outcry from some Marvel fans that think that this means that they're abandoning Anthony Mackie and the Captain America Sam Wilson thing in favor of Captain Carter. And I'm like, you guys have made a massive leap of logic to come up with this theory. Just because there you're you're gonna do a Captain Carter series, you know, and there's stuff like in this article that people hate Haley Atwell. It's like I don't know anybody who really hates her or anything like that. So, it, it, I mean, Captain,
1: but in what in what singular universe does Captain Carter and Captain America exist? Right? Isn't that kind of a separate? They're separate universes. Exactly. That's why. So what's the big deal? Why can't we have both of them? Right? I mean, we're we're we're. We're creating a group of good guys, everybody,
0: just t- right it, just so the fans at home know, Ray is back, Ray. What I was talking to Tony about is that there's an article I read on Inside the Magic that speculating that this Captain Carter project that they're making, which is a live action adaptation, means that they are moving away from Anthony Mackey as captain America Ooh. slash Sam Wilson, and I'm like that is the dumbest leap of logic. You could come up with, because like Tony said, they're separate universes. Okay. And, and just because you're going and and, and saying, Hey, we've got earth eight, three, eight or whatever over here. This is captain Carter over there. And we've got earth six, one, six. And yeah. Okay. Maybe you get to the point where you're like, which universe am I in? But I mean, Arrowverse has been doing that for years. Right. Tony, I don't know which universe I'm in and I don't care because it's all fun. Uh, but what are your thoughts? Are you, are you on board with them doing a captain Carter live action series? I mean, you know has it been long enough that we didn't have haley atwell in in a recurrent series since agent carter went the way of the dinosaur about what 6 years ago um what are your thoughts on this thing ray are you down for a captain carter series can
1: i guess cuz you're a huge peggy carter fan aren't you i i
2: enjoy missing peggy i didn't watch the tv show and i think that's why people look at the character so negatively but anytime she's on some form of a of a of a movie, or she she does a cameo. She's the most talked about thing. So that's the reason why they keep bringing her back because the interest is so high. Um, but this is the same logic of people saying that Feige changed the ending of Infinity War because Sam Jackson's got to be Nick Fury in Secret in, in Secret Invasion. Like it 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 does not not just make sense and well, that thought, you know right? lot.
0: Hold that secret invasion thought.
2: Yes, and logic isn't always so logical. But this is this is Marvel's fault, ulti- fault ultimately because they 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 perfected the formula for 15 years. And then they said, nah, screw that. We're changing the formula. People aren't prepared for it. That's the reason why people didn't like Eternals. That's the reason people were iffy on Shang-Chi. That's why people were so weird on these new movies, except for the big ones that are in scale that we're used to, the Spider-Man and the Doctor Stranges. Because it's so different from what they were were given that it's hard for them to rewrap their mind around the fact that something is changing. so now we're venturing in the multiverse, we're venturing into variants and we're venturing into multiple versions of the same person. and it is like, for example, on Doctor Strange on Multiverse, that wasn't the 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 fox um professor X. that was the cartoon professor x in in real in, in real form. Which is something we just have to get used to. And maybe they could do a better job of explaining it. But um Captain Carter's dope. And what I the, the part I loved about the Illuminati fight the most, besides the fact that Wanda blew up Black Bolt, which was the most wild thing I've ever seen, is that of all of the Illuminati, the only one that had no powers was the one that died last. Just like Steve Steve was always the one. Um so yeah, I'm here for Captain Carter. I my an incursion is coming, and it's probably going to be Secret Wars, whether it's the Doom version or the Beyond version. We'll we'll figure that out. But so we're going to get multiple different people on one Earth, whether it's Battle World or the incursion, Infinity, whatever Infinity, the Infinity yes. storyline, not, not Infinity
0: Stones, Infinity.
2: Then Marvel likes infinity shit.
0: It's going to happen clearly.
2: Yes. So, why not have Peggy Carter? And for those of you who think that they're just throwing Mackie under the bus, I would like to remind you that the most tenured person in Marvel at this point, other than Chris Hemsworth, is Bucky Barnes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't see it. And I think. And you're you. You know, the point you make Ray is that if we are going down the secret wars incursion route, don't you almost have to set up separate universes and get people emotionally invested in those separate universes so that you get that sense of loss. One of these universe I mean if you do that, let's say you set up 616 and 8 whoever whatever number it is. The stakes get raised significantly if you've got an incursion level moment coming that threatens to wipe out two universes that you care about, right? You well,
1: know, Is that yeah, where we're headed? Is 616 versus, what is it, 838? I
0: don't know about it, versus, but... It may not be the ultimate more universe. interesting,
1: isn't it's it? Gotta
2: be yeah. an, it's got to be another universe that's going to happen. And odds are, it's going to be whatever universe they decide to put mutants and inhumans on.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it won't be 616 because that's prime. But I, I do, because Ray, I think, I think you're on to something that if they are going to go down and they talked about incursions in Doctor Strange that was Listen, clear
1: in the words of, in the words of ludicrous 708 or 404 i'm worldwide bitch act like y'all don't know
0: or in the words and of Ch-
1: that's our show y'all good night
0: or in the words of chicago 25 or six to four however you want to slice it up you know you can't get no different than chris
2: bridges and the band chicago
0: <laughs> that's right Cannot get much different nope that's true this is what this oh, is why this is why Ray oh, no. Ray's Ray's brief uh, brief uh, <laughs> contribution to the show today just kind of pointed out a paradox. We just created a time paradox, Ray.
1: Hey, looks bit of a bit of a flashpoint, if you will.
0: Look, we talking, Marvel, bro. Okay, I
2: don't
1: care. Hey,
0: is, is Ezra Miller still in Hawaii? I'm just I'm just wondering, man. Has he? You been, heard? Thinks
1: about have, Ezra Miller when they think about the Flash. Okay, we sorry. all think about the wonderful. Talented Grant Gusa. I'm
2: a I'm 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 a movie guy, bro. I think of Ezra. I'm sorry, I didn't. I don't even remember that homie's name. Half too the time. bad. I'm sorry. What's,
1: what's the
0: latest what's the... Ezra Miller news, Ray?
2: I don't know Ezra. I don't know any Ezra Miller news, but there they are. There's rumors that they want to replace him with Dylan O'Brien. That's stupid. They look close enough that you don't really
1: have to do too many reshoots. There's no... <laughs> <Yeah>? <laughs> laziness once again. DC comes through with a little bit of laziness. No,
0: I'm just saying. There's rumors that's that they're the going to remove uh, Johnny Depp from Pirates of the Caribbean: The Ride, his uh, his character. They hadn't already done that. They hadn't, I thought no. they already done that. No, they 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 removed him from the series.
1: But uh, I thought they were just going to crap in every third seat well, no, on they, the ride.
0: Uh, honestly, that they <laughs> they that's what I, they had they had hey, shut that's down. I
1: heard that's what I heard.
0: They had shut down the Disneyland version of the ride since you're all was on. Pray that's mystery. what
2: you that's what you heard in March speaking yeah. of that yeah speaking of that, Khaleesi we need you we yeah. need you Khaleesi
0: that's right Amelia you need to step in and be Mira gosh
2: can can I can I can I, I, I so I hate to say this but I have to go and and for the record I'm in, way inside baseball you can cut this out if you want to Dave no. this is You're why I've been recording the shows because <laughs> i look I'm in now Again, inside of baseball. This is the third time I've sat down to try to record this, and I keep having to get up. You are in demand, um, Ray. We know it. Uh, not the demand that you think nor you would want. Um, can I say how much I love Krasinski as Reed Richards? Yes. Can I say that? We and all can. Do. I say? And can I say how hyped I am to see the Maker? Krasinski as Maker. Mm-hmm. Because y'all, so y'all think Doom is evil. Wait till you see Evil Reed Richards. Yeah. Now, he don't have the same powers that Doom got. Wait till you see Evil Reed Richards. Like yo, are gonna like.
0: So do you just, it, do you think Krasinski is gonna be? I mean, I I think it's a lock yes. that he's cast as Reed Richards yes. that in Fantastic. They wouldn't have brought him in just to kill him off. That's just you know. I I get that there's the theory that they were trolling him, but no, come on, that's Tony. So no, that.
2: there is there is an argument that it could have just been the fan service Easter egg, right? Why, that's why they brought Anson Mount back as Black Bolt, because well, we were he was the guy catch- from the from the Inhumans TV show.
1: No one what's liked that show. Also, <laughs> what's his name was also supposed to be in there. Um, they actually what's the one they cut? What's the scene they cut? Oh shit, that's right. There was a scene
2: that they cut. Um, Do You know what
1: I'm talking about? Who was that? Um, uh, they cut a scene it was an X Men, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the X Men villains. Uh, Magneto, Fassbender. Yes. Yes, Fassbender and McNeil. This would have made any
2: sense because you got out,
1: Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Well, maybe it's supposed to go along with it or oh, something. I mean,
0: Days of Future Past just basically said, anything you know about the X Men timeline, yeah, fuck you, because we're just going to merge them all together.
2: And that is exactly how the storyline was of the comics. <laughs> That's true. That's
0: true. That so is it's that pretty is true. accurate. I, yeah, it's I think, I think if Krasinski doesn't come back, people would be just very disappointed. And, and they hedged their bet by only showing one of them. So we'll see. What? <laughs>
1: What, but what if it's not point? Kaczynski, that was a tease, and it's actually Rain Wilson?
2: Well, no, that would be the shock of all shocks. Um, he, but Rain Wilson is a
0: superhero. As long as it's not Miles Teller, we're in good shape.
2: Well, that's facts. Um, but there's an argument to be said that that was fan service. But when they talk It'll about be. incursions, when they talk about incursions, and, and they kept pointing out variants and, and things of that nature, and Strange saw multiple versions of himself on different worlds, that's how that let me know that oh no he's he's got the job i just would rather it be um his wife jennifer lawrence not cuz i don't like jennifer lawrence but she's had her marvel time let let and and i think the chemistry between reed the, the reason why the first fantastic four movies didn't work of many reasons is because the chemistry between reed and sue wasn't there if you've seen a quiet place you know that they have great chemistry on screen as well as off screen so um that's what yeah. i'm hoping for personally um i just wanted to point that out because i know i haven't got a chance to talk about that unfortunately i do have to go um i'm sorry i love you we, were, we were, won't even boo you. we're not even gonna
0: boo you on the way out ray so just we'll talk to you soon brother you go you go yes. be all you gotta be something like that Damn, fool, I'm not joining the army, bro. What are you
1: talking about? <laughs> Ray does more than more than most people before five AM.
0: That's yeah, the title of this episode, Ray Joins the Army. So <laughs> Look, I'm just dreaming at
2: five AM, so what are you talking about? Um no, y'all be good, man. Um, All right, buddy. Shout out to my boy Tony shooting a seventy on his birthday. Seventy three. Yeah, well, I tried to give you some love. It went over, but strokes
0: here and there. Oh,
1: it's golf, you gotta be honest.
2: Fuck that gentleman's game shit. But yes, shout out to my boy Tony shooting a 73 on his birthday. Shout out to my boy Dave. I don't know what you got going on recently, but uh, no, shout out to the fact that Dave <laughs> goes to Disneyland every other weekend. Uh, like, no.
0: the luxury. The, the luxury, yeah. It's, it's a luxury, all right. Not uh, My bank account differs with you, Ray. But uh, <laughs> anyway. All right, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I know you got stuff hang, going all over the place, but we appreciate any... Amount of Ray cash that we can get
2: the, the, the irony and the truth. You just said being literal shit all over the place.
0: (laughs) All right, brother. Be good. (laughs) Bug your nose. Yeah. Now, now we got, now we got the dogs are upset. I think, I think this is as good a time as any to take our second commercial break, Tony. And uh, if I can shut these fools up because you know, it's just been that kind of day here. It just people coming in and out. It the only thing constant is PC Tunney and me. So there you go.
1: We're making it happen. We're, we're, we're making we're it.
0: trying happen. to, but let's take our second commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk about a few more news items. Uh, one of them that we definitely have to talk about. And then uh, that'll be it for this episode. But you are listening to bandwagon nerds right here on the chair shot radio network, a part of the ChairShot.com.
3: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com?
2: TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With added Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always
1: use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot.
2: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
1: All right, Dave, you don't know this, but I'm taking over the last segment here. We're going to get rid of two of the things from News Around the Nerdosphere, and we're going to finish with that one important thing that we need to. But I need to tell you something, and it was something I was going to tell uh, Ray as well if he had stuck around, and I'll and I'll let Patrick know eventually when I put it out, but guess who is a brand new subscription to uh, to uh, Comixology? You? I do, oh. and I actually started reading a couple things, so you know, it's a good place for me to go ahead and grab some stuff. I know you're disappointed with the whole system and what's going on there, no, no, but I, if you can get, go ahead. If you can, if you can throw some stuff my way that it's on there for free that I could, that you think I'd enjoy. I started with something from flash and something from Batman, um, uh, a uh, newer, uh, uh, boy, here I got to pull up here. I'm, I'm not much into either of them, but it, cause they're just kind of going this weekend. But, uh, in Batman's side, I grabbed uh, Zero Year, Secret City, mm-hmm. just because they have the the next one as well in that series. And then for Flash, I picked up uh, Lightning Strikes Twice, which should be an interesting little series there. So starting out with a couple characters I know, grabbed a couple other things. Uh, not everything is free on there, but there's a lot of stuff there.
0: No. Um, did you get like the Kindle Unlimited or Comixology Unlimited thing? Yeah. Yeah, that it's yep. okay. I I think my my complaint with Comixology, I think I I don't know if I I said this off air or maybe it was to my wife. So my big bitch now is that you can't, I can't buy anything on Comixology because I'm using an Apple device. So you can't buy anything off the Amazon app that's linked into Comixology because Amazon and Apple are in a pissing contest with each other. Gotcha. And that's that's where so now I've had to go and and go through like Marvel Unlimited and DC Unlimited because. Yeah, you can work around and go through like Safari, but that's like, what a pain in the ass.
1: Well, that's the thing. I'm doing it on my laptop, so I'm using Microsoft Edge, so I'm not doing it on my phone or my iPad, so that's where it's working for me, because that's where I was using my Amazon mainly anyway, Mm -hmm. but... Honestly, I'm on a 30-day trial, so I don't have to pay for this. I can I can stop it at any time, and it's a good chance for me to go in and run I, through some things that I like. I think, um, there's not everything there that I want, but you know, uh, if you think there's a better way for me, because this is kind of what I need to do is kind of go back and get, get into some of these stories I that mean, I, I don't know.
0: If you're looking at Batman and Flash, like Court of Owls, I think like Aesop and I talked about that last week right after you checked out. Uh, but that story, the Batman, the Court of Owls, which is the new 52, the first like 30 issues, I think you would really dig that story.
1: Well, for Batman 2, I'd also like to go back and uh, the long Halloween. Yes, there you go. Uh, Final Crisis, I've never read either on either See, on that side. It's
0: hard to do like the crisis. You've almost got to start at Crisis on Infinite Earths.
1: But I already know that story. I've already You know the I've Arrowverse
0: already... version of it. You don't know the actual version of it. They are not, right. they are not one and the same. It is not. Then, I
1: can, then, yeah. then maybe they'll go back and start there. I do. I'm kind of enjoying what I got into, so it's a little bit that, newer stuff. The fact stuff that I, Barry but,
0: Allen survives Crisis on Infinite Earth on the CW should tell you all you need to know that that is not the same story. Oliver doesn't true. sacrifice himself in, in the comics, but. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to start with a crisis, I mean, I can even send you a website that goes and it does all the crisis stuff chronologically. Start with Crisis on Infinite Earths because it really does reset a lot of stuff. Um, Flashpoint is really good as well, but you probably need to wait a little while to do that. But, you know, I tend to agree with you that, you know, on the rundown, Patrick had Return of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is all which would be great if Aesop was here to talk about that, because I know that's something he's really into me Eh, kind of not so much. i mean i i like it but i'm I'm not familiar enough with it yeah dc cancels a movie nobody wanted they're canceling the wonder twins wonder movie twins. nobody gave yeah. a shit Big deal. you know i mean <laughs> it, unless gleek was going to be in it i just didn't give two shits the, the, the wonder twins were never like. i don't even know if they're comic characters they were just created for super friends and so there's no like i was that's never crushing. emotionally invested in them so i yeah that's like of all the movies, of all the characters, of all the things that DC could do, the Wonder Twins, you guys thought that was going to work. So, yeah, I'm glad to see that go by the wayside. But, yeah, let's talk about the big story that uh, that broke this week that absolutely deserves warranting some con- consideration and conversation. Got news from Kevin Feige himself about Secret Invasion. And this is a, a very beloved storyline that a lot of us have been anticipating ever since they announced it at that big when D- Disney dropped all that information on us a couple of years ago. What we didn't get, what we weren't expecting is Kevin Feige to reveal to us the timeline and when secret invasion takes place. Because right now we're all focused on, you know, phase four. Okay. Phase four is going on. We're setting up all these characters. We're doing all this sort of thing, you know, black widow. I understand it came out technically in phase four, but it really is a phase three story what we discovered through Kevin Feige is that secret invasion timeline wise takes place in that five-year period after the snap takes place. So you're in that blip period and it raises a lot of interesting questions as to what kind of story that they're going to tell. If, if we're in that five-year window, then, you know, and, and yeah, the, the big thing, I think like Ray had mentioned it, we know Samuel L Jackson will be a big part of secret invasion, but at the same time, We saw him and Maria Hill turn to dust at the end of Infinity War. So if they turn to dust, then how is he in secret invasion? Unless the two that turned to dust were Skrulls and meaning the Skrulls were already here, which is kind of which makes sense because when you really think about it, the Skrulls were so involved in Captain Marvel. Why wouldn't they have a pager? That could reach her at the end of that. And maybe they knew, oh, shit, something's really gone wrong here. We need to get her as opposed to why does it have to be Nick Fury who was doing that? So I guess two part question. I mean, your thoughts of them kind of going backwards in the timeline. And I thought we're done with phase three. Nope. We're going back to phase three. Your thoughts about that and and, and this all this wild speculation about which Nick Fury got dusted. Does it really matter?
1: Right. But don't we want this to be the multiversal glue that brings the entire story together? Like maybe like this is not just happening like what we're getting talked to about is happening in those five years. Right. But it also started before that. And now you can see why what happened happened because it'll cause an effect That's what's going on now. So you get everything linked to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like that's what this is going to be used for as just kind of a way to connect everything and make everything make a little more sense. Like, Oh boy, maybe, it maybe they were scroll, you know, there, or, or maybe it was some other thing that happened that way too. Or maybe, you know, a whole bunch of different things you could get a different perspective on, on some really key points if they kind of incorporated the entire timeline that they've been using from, you could go all the way back to phase one if you needed to.
0: Well, no. And here's the thing. Let's say that the scrolls have been here and they've infiltrated and they've replaced a lot of people. What's to say that you couldn't do something like bring back Natasha Romanoff because the Natasha who died on Vormir was a scroll.
1: Bring back whatever
0: you want. Yeah, I mean, you, you could, you could ret, you know, and I know it depends, you know, what if, what if, what if Tony Stark, who sacrificed himself, was a Skrull? It, it opens up the pot. Now, I, you know, I don't want, I'm not, listen, I'm not advocating that that's what they're doing, okay? I'm no, just,
1: no, no, but you're just saying, like, that this is, these are the, it's like the opposite of painting yourself into a corner.
0: Right. You've, you have you've a given billion your, options. You've given yourself an exit strategy right now, if you really want to, that you can create, and really, you know, you're hedging your bet a little bit by saying, hey, we can tell this story where these guys are so convincing. And we saw that in several places where they're driving around and, and they and, and I think it's Nick Fury and Maria Hill and they kind of like morph into the scroll versions of themselves. So who knows? I think that's the point of Secret Invasion is is like, hey, we're setting up this sort of thing where you're not really sure who's real, who's not. Are these the real versions? Are they not? And I, I think that from a storytelling standpoint, like you said, Tony, instead of painting yourself in a corner, now you've created all these sort of options and who knows who was who and what was what. So I'm, I think it's, it's, it's actually a genius stroke on Marvel's part to come in and say, Hey, we're going to do all this stuff and kind of keep, you know, keep our options open and who really knows, you know? So I think that I like the idea. I know it kind of cuts in in the opposite of what you're thinking as far as, you know, you know, what are we, what are we doing with this sort of thing? And, 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 and why are we going backwards? But like you said, there may be a very valid reason why they are trying to go backwards and kind of fill in the gaps, fill in the blanks a little bit on this thing. So I, I'm excited about it, man.
1: Feel these nipples.
0: <laughs> Tony's excited. Yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how they do this stuff. And uh, oh, that's right. Patrick was saying, OK, so Pat's he's he's actually texting me a little bit. We'll talk about this to to close this episode off. But yeah, Secret Invasion it can't cut here soon enough for me because i'm really th- i think that's the biggest part of that series tony is going to be once they get into the whole notion that hey who you thought was was real who you thought was alive was really memorex i'm dating myself big time with that sort of analogy but <laughs> you know you thought they were this they were really this which raises the question well if they if you know like i mean if black widows the one that stands out to me what if that was a scroll who died on vormir and the real natasha romanoff been up on this spacecraft for a while maybe Scarjo and them work out all these issues and the next thing you know oh my god there she is who knows
1: oh me Scarjo and She-Hulk come in
0: <laughs> Tony won't even run from that trifecta uh we uh, talking about Patrick a little bit we did kind of like Aesop and I kind of uh talked him into giving his top 10 story arcs of all time. And he's been divulging that through the week. He was going to talk about his top two here today. uh, But he, you know, obviously he's not here, but I know his, uh his number two was his favorite. I, I'm surprised it's not his number one, but it was uh Spider-Man Craven's last hunt, which is, I mm-hmm. think Aesop and I had mentioned that last week. I thought that'd be his number one.
1: I, I know of the story. I think the one the one story from Spider Man that I really want to lead read is Back in Black.
0: Which one's that one?
1: Uh it's right it's right after basically. It's the period right after when he when he goes away when the whole thing with Doctor Strange doesn't work out and then he comes back in the black suit because he doesn't want to be, you know, known again. Oh. it? right after everybody figures out who he is.
0: Okay. I want to see them bring him back as night monkey. That's, that's my, that's my character from, from far from home. We need a We need a night monkey story arc for Spider-Man. No,
1: (laughs) I don't don't know. I don't know that one,
0: (laughs) but Pat's number one story of all time was, um, Avengers disassembled, which is kind of like the precursor to house of M. this is, I think where Wanda basically, I'm trying to remember this. This is, I know it's, it's, it marked the end of the Avengers, the storyline of the Avengers, where um, things came to an end. I forget. Like, I mean, it's it's a pretty major event. Lots of uh, Avengers don't survive this thing. I think this is the one where Wanda says at the end, no more mutants and all the mutants go away. And then how ha- it leads in the house of M from that point. But um, it's it's very Wanda heavy. But that whole story arc disassembled into House of M and and Wanda basically creating reality around herself, showing just how powerful she was. But uh, yeah, and I don't know if that's what he means by is he talking disassembled into House of M or just disassembled by itself? Because I've always looked at those two stories as kind of like, okay, one like Infinity War and Endgame one ends and it continues into the other one and that sort of thing. But it's a very powerful story because it did kind of end the Avengers until they brought them back with new Avengers like a few years later and kind of reset everything, reset the board. And that's kind of where Spider-Man becomes an Avenger. And I know it's 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 all there in comicsology. Tony. Go I, read I, for I, a while. I,
1: I still don't know how my uh, superhero, uh, you know, team that I we drafted didn't take first. I mean, I had I had Wanda. I had Vision. I had Wonder Woman. I had the Flash and Invincible. Come on now
0: is some bias voting i'll i blame christopher platt for that that's that's what it comes yeah. down
1: to yeah screw you platt son of a biscuit
0: yeah the guy has a kid and now he's just like no time for anything go figure you think yeah. he would have planned ahead right
1: he's in need of a pptp from what i hear
0: <laughs> that's why he's not answering the signal but ray answered at least for a little while so so yeah that's pat's number two and one was uh craven's last hunt very intense story and avengers disassembled another very intense story i did like seeing that pat had the death of superman at number three i mean that's as iconic as they get but but folks that's going to do it for this episode of bandwagon nerds kind of a short one we're just at an hour as you may have guessed from tunny and i talking it's it's been a little bit of an interesting interesting day for us here today on the bandwagon nerds but we powered through got you guys an episode got you the news Next weekend will be a lot more newsworthy because a lot of shit is going to drop all I mean like yeah I mean like a lot of stuff is <laughs> happening this week.
1: I mean do we uh, likely know Patrick next week do you, do we want to cover the first two episodes of Obi-Wan?
0: I think yeah, definitely. I think we want to talk over one. I know you you haven't you haven't watched Stranger Things. I know you're not going to all of a sudden. So that'll be something. I know my wife and I'll probably be binging the shit out of that thing. Still gonna watch the last episode for Halo. I heard that Halo broke the one law run rule they couldn't break. I was like, dude, they broke that in episode one when he took his helmet off. what yeah are you talking about what there's another like, halo there's another the halo story, rule
1: i do that yeah <laughs>
0: it's like there's another halo rule that they broke shit now i gotta watch it how many one rule the halo <laughs> yeah how many rules did we break here in this show so you don't talk about halo yeah it's like fight club you know it's give me my sniper rifle and call it good but yeah next week you got uh, i don't know who i know you're going to be there opening night to see maverick right as much as you love top gun Tony. no no response tutty's just like you gotta be dave dave
1: Dave. it's
0: all top gun just like it's all i'll be watching
1: wrestlemania four.
0: Yeah, we gotta gotta get back on that that's right but uh yeah so we will definitely be talking obi-wan kenobi next weekend for sure for this two first two episodes because hey we got an off week before the boys start. So, yeah, that's that's definitely going to be on the docket. We'll see who we can wrangle up. I'm sure Aesop will be back next week. The Asop, the uh, Asop, the bandwagon will be a little bit more normalized next week. So anyway, but before we let everybody out of here, Tunny, tell people where can they check you out on the Chairshot Radio Network and all the various things that you've got going on, my friend? <laughs>
1: Yeah, follow me at PC Tony right there on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you're checking out everything Chair shot Radio Network, all your favorite streaming platforms, and right there on thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. And head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the shot. Get yourself a T-shirt. You're going to be the talk of the town. It's summertime. You need some cool tees. Get it in soft style. Your epidermis will thank you. Uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the thechairshot, Chairshot Radio Network. And a uh, big announcement coming up this next week, a uh, brand new show coming to the chair shot. You'll just have to stay tuned. Ooh. All right. You can, you, you can bet on it.
0: Sounds like we're going to have some gambling going on on the, on the chair shot.com, but <clears throat> we'll see what that's all about. I'm sure Mr. Tunney will give us the information. As far as me, you can check me out on Twitter at attitude. Ag, that is at attitude. facebook.com slash attitude of aggression. And of course, make sure you're checking out the show at bandwagon nerds on the twitter at bandwagon nerds thank you guys for tuning in yeah next week will be a much bigger week you know where we're not making up stuff as we go along (laughs) creating news as we go along we got stuff to talk about next week so that'll be a very good show but i want to thank you again you've been listening to another edition I was going to have you I was going to turn it over for to you. Go ahead, Johnny, do it. And you listening to another edition
1: of a podcast known as Bandwagon Wagon Nerds. Nerds. Nerd
3: I love words. I thank you for hearing my words. I want to tell you something about words that I uh, I think is important. I love, as I say, they're my uh, work, they're my play, they're my passion. Words are all we have, really. Uh, we have thoughts, but thoughts are fluid, you know.
2: And
3: then we assign a word to a thought. And we're stuck with that word for that thought. So be careful with words. I like to think, yeah, the same words, you know, that hurt can heal. It's a... Uh, It's a matter of how you pick them. There are some people that aren't into all the words. There are some people that would have you not use certain words. Yeah, there are 400,000 words in the English language, and there are seven of them you can't say on television. What a ratio that is. 399,993 to seven. (laughs) They must really be bad. They'd have to be outrageous. To be separated from a group that large. All of you over here, you seven. (laughs) Bad words. That's what they told us they were, remember? That's a bad word. (sighs) No bad words. Bad thoughts. Bad intentions. And words. You know the seven, don't you, that you can't say on television? Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits, huh? (laughs) Those are the heavy seven. Those are the ones that'll infect your soul, curve your spine, and keep the country from winning the war. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Wow. And tits doesn't even belong on the list, you know? Yeah. It's such a friendly sounding word. Sounds like a nickname, right? (laughs) Hey Tits, come here, man. Hey Tits.
2: Hey.